0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chai with Rai, a life and culture podcast diving into the mindset and business of being a creative. I am your host, Rai, and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message from the creative industry, all while sipping and spilling some. Make hot sure to karam subscribe chai. to the podcast now, If you so haven't you never done so. Miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, or wherever you are streaming this podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast, comment, and share it on your stories and social and spread the word it organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall as i always say it just shares the love also if you haven't done so already you can now become a patron aka a supporter of chai with rye by signing up on patreon for five pounds or as i love saying it in this accent five dollars and fifty cents i'll put the link for the patreon channel in the description of the episode so make sure to check that out as we have continued to take a break from our full length episodes i have wanted to bring you some Snippets from the previous episodes I enjoyed, and some sharings on that, as well as some recent reflections from experiences that I've had. And I've really enjoyed creating this creative series where we have reflected on the mindset and the culture of being a creative. So, last week we looked at the core of being a creative. The week before, we looked at success as a creative what that looks like, what that feels like, and what that should be like for you. The week before that, the work we do as a creative. And then the week before that, the first episode, which was the mindset of being a creative. And today we are coming to the last episode of this series. And the fifth part, which is joyfulness or joy and gratitude as a creative, which is something that I must say, I have blimming hell struggled the hell out with this. Often points because I've been so focused on metrics. So, whether that is like financial viability or like doing side work to be able to earn and pay rent and to be able to do certain things like go to acting classes, go to workshops, just be a person survive or whether that is I've finished a shoot and then gone off to the next thing or written a play and gone to the next thing, like really just on the grind and just continuously going, going, going and just not taking the time so that when people give me a compliment, I'm just like, oh yeah, brush it off. And in therapy, I've realized that where that comes from. And I feel that that is with a lot of people. We don't take the time to really sit in the joy and the gratitude of the work that we do and who we are as people. So I've really struggled with this. But recently... I have really, really, really been trying. And I say trying because it's a journey. It's not a destination. And really practice and sit in this space and not just say on a surface level, practicing joy and gratitude. Because what we do, oh, it's such a, it's such a colorful, tingling thing. Whether that is when we are dancing and we're making a friend smile or we're making... 20,000 people smile when we're singing, when we're acting, when your film comes out and how that is received, whether you get a DM or whether you get a great review, whatever capacity of your creative practice and who you are as a person, how that is received or how that is received by you. Oh, what we do is special. What we do is special. What you do is special. And I would love for you to tell me how you practice, by the way. I'm going to ask you this question at the start of the episode. And I'll ask you that again as you're listening to this at the end of the episode. How you practice and reflect on joy and gratitude as a creative. I would love to know that. DM it to me. Email it to me. Spotify and Apple Podcasts have some new features. So I might put it into that as well. Let me know how you do that. I was recently scrolling through TikTok and listening to, oh, so many brilliant podcasts. And this thing is now popping into my head where Leslie Jones did an interview from SNL. Leslie Jones talks about the fact her metrics, I'm dissecting this by the way and paraphrasing this, her success metrics, where she was seeing a lot of creatives get to this space of success, right? And she was desperate, desperate for work and talented. and. I believe Kat Williams or Kevin Hart said it to her, said this to her. It wasn't the fact that she wasn't talented, that she wasn't getting the XYZ work. It was because she was desperate. And I was, I, I, ooh, I, I dissected that so much. And I was like, I'm desperate too. Does that mean people don't like desperation? Does that mean I need to like put on a facade and do something else? Does that mean I need to play the game? Does that mean I need to do something else? Does that mean I need to like... What do I need to do to get into the door, to get the seat at the table, which I talk about this all the blimming time. And I think I might have actually paraphrased this quote before, but it was so wonderful to hear this again. And it was almost as if, if you ever read a book or watch something that you've watched a hundredth time and you're at a specific point and you watch it again and it has such a like a different hitting to you. And I was like, wow, at this point it hit me from the fact of your worth and your talent and recognizing that, which is something that I've been practicing every single day. So I think I mentioned this on the last week's episode, but when I wake up now, I don't touch my phone, I don't do anything, obviously I go take a shit, I brush my teeth and then I sit. Whether that is sometimes for like five minutes, 15 minutes however much I need or I am capable of that day I meditate I reflect and I have some affirmations that I say And I practice gratitude and I practice gratitude from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. So, for example, if it is I just had an audition and the capability to explore that text the way that I did or the food that I ate, the people that I met and having the ability and the capacity to be able to do that, whether that is financially. Or whether that is able body wise to be able to walk there. So, if I am practicing gratification for Chai with Rai, the ability to have a voice to be able to speak, to have emotion behind it, to have the resources to be able to produce Chai with Rai, for you guys who message me. And tell me that you've listened to Chai with Rival Shopping in Primark. And before you do it, it was an hour. You had some wonderful reflections on your own. And your shopping basket was full. And you were like, damn, this was a good episode. Things like that. And it's really broadened my horizon and my perspective on a lot of things. And shifted the way that I feel often at things. Often at points where I was so closed off from certain experiences. And had a certain way of feeling. It really has shifted that because I've started owning my worth and I've started being really grateful for my practice and the power that it has and the purposefulness that it has. And in understanding that too, I've I've recently started saying no to a lot of things as well, especially if my worth is not gonna be of value. If I'm not right for certain things, I say no. And no longer do I have this concept of, oh, I'm not gonna get paid. Oh, there's no way of money coming in. I'm like, it is gonna come in. It is gonna happen. I used to have this teacher who used to always say, when you're broke, you have a way of creating money and having contentment of life that is so different to when you have things and I really at some points believe in that and I'm shifting that into the wholeness of where I am at right now that it will happen and saying no to things is fine there's a power in that so that when I ask for what my worth is and when I'm negotiating in that and if it doesn't work out it's absolutely fine if it doesn't happen for me Or if I say no, because I'm not right for it, I don't need to have every slice of the piece coming to me. You know, certain things are for me and certain things are not meant to be for me. And that is fine. I don't need to be at the top of my lungs every single day. Sometimes I need those restful moments where I can just breathe and sip a chai. (laughs) And in that, I get to reflect on the things that I've done, get to reflect on the accolades that I have had and my metrics and set my goals for myself. It also shifts my perspective on how things are taken in, if that makes sense. So, for example, if in this digital age where (laughs) I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of popularity contests sometimes. or maybe that is me projecting if, let's say, a post I output, which I'm very passionate about, gets like 12 likes or a podcast episode that I've put out gets two listeners by my friends. That is absolutely fine. I recently interviewed someone and that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. And they said they really created that space for themselves and for their friends. And they were like, oh yeah, if a couple of people listening, that's great for them. And if they end up making money from it, fab, if they don't, it's okay. And it's shifted into something so different. And they said, you have to really start with purposefulness and passion and being really grateful for what you have. And I was like, that is so true. Because again, it goes back to that metric thing that like, oh, we need to get X, Y, and Z. And understand there's a business nature of this industry, but you really have to start at the source of that. I'm often so grateful for the stories that you tell me and for the experiences that I have. And I'm grateful for the people around me. I really have started to take time to really reflect on that and really take ownership of that. I, I, I've recently also started looking at things in a different way so I used to be like oh why is this person getting a job or why is this person doing this and blah 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 and I'm not there and why didn't my project take off in the same capacity that this person's did by the same time I've had conversations with those people and they have felt they have lost out on life and certain human experiences. Does that make sense? So like relationships, for example, whether that's in a loving way or whether that is in friendships, like being able to go out and spend time with their friends and family that they haven't been able to do, that I've been able to do with my loved ones or really practice my craft because at often points they have felt that they have been flatlining in a lot of things and being boxed into one things. I've been able to experience the colors of my creativity and really dive into different sectors and that has paid off because I'm able to express in so many multitude dimensions and they're not and it's fine. Our journeys are different and what they're doing is amazing and what I'm doing is amazing as well and everyone is of value and really owning in that and I feel like that really gives me a ray of hope a ray of belief in what I'm doing is of value because it takes me back to those moments where I started teaching dance to old folks home to old folks home in old folks home and these people who just looked forward to like moving around their hands and being in a specific space and I can't like articulate the way that it felt to teach those people dance or when you're performing in a live theater and how a kid can laugh at your joke or how that kid might be like when I grow up I want to be like them or when you you know you have a film that you've got for the first time your first feature or you wrote that film you directed that film and it makes x amount of money or it gets you i don't know your tony award your oscar your bafta or it just gets you out of your box because maybe you've been doing lots of rom-coms and it's a thriller film whatever capacity you know change it for yourself gets you in and you free you you reap the fruits of your labor ah that's a that's a brilliant feeling because what we do as creatives what you do is as creatives there's a there's a, a purpose in it there's a therapy in it there's a, a music can oh, make you feel sad make you feel joyful and there's nothing more powerful than having a purpose in life and I think that is something so special what we do what you do as creatives and owning that because when you, when you learn your worth, that is brilliant. Because you can also, and I've recently understood this, ask for that price that you're like, I have X amount of years. I have this to offer. This is what I'm asking for at the scale that you have. I'm not asking for too much. I'm asking for my worth. And then you can negotiate. The negotiations begin. You can also then stand in your purpose and take ownership of that. But going back to practicing joyfulness and gratitude, I don't know if you've noticed this as well. On Chai with Rai, my last question that I ask guests now is what is one thing that you do for yourself that makes you feel joyful? And what is one thing you do for others that makes them feel joyful? Because I also think joyfulness and gratitude is that we need to do inward and outward. So there's an inward experience that happens. And then when you share that, there's an act of service that happens for others, for our community, for you. And... There is something also special in that. So whether that is cooking for people, which I love doing because there's an auntie inside of me that loves to do that for people, or whether that is using your creative tools to be able to affect change in somehow through light, through provocation, through whatever it is, through laughter. Oh, laughter is the best medicine. Love is the best medicine as well. Oh, there's so many wonderful things in that. So I would love for people to tell me. Tell me how you guys practice joy and gratitude as a creative. Because oftentimes we don't take the time. I talk to so many writers who are sometimes like, writing is such a lonely experience because it's so in the world. And then when you've done the script, you give it to your director. And then it is at their helm. And yes, you'll be involved. And I'd be like, that's such an accomplishment. you wrote a scene today. And it's when I used to do writer's lab that used to be so corny because the facilitators would say that, but it truly is. We've written a scene today. We've written a line today. And the line could be the best shit or it could be like just a shit that it just doesn't make sense. Ooh, that brings another thought. I re- Last year I did, I'm, I'm connecting it to this which is what I'm trying to basically say is don't think of anything as you do as a waste of a resource. It comes in handy and shift the narrative. So for example, last year at Soho Theater, I did a showcase and it was a private showcase. And the director of that said something along the lines of this, that when she gets rejected or when she gets accepted, she goes with her husband to her favorite restaurant and they celebrate that moment because of the work that she did. So when she gets rejected, she's celebrating the work that she did. When she gets accepted, she's celebrating the work that she did and the job that she got, because that's a cherry on top. So yeah, take away from that what you can, (laughs) because I've actually started doing that as well. Whether it is you treat yourself to monster aliens or a slushy, people in the UK will get that. Whether it is you treat yourself to a KFC, McDonald's, Ivy, Savoy, whatever it is, milk bar, there's a milk bar in new york that i really really am fascinated by and i've had their truffle cakes which are truffle balls yeah truffle balls i've had whoever comes from new york bring me that whether it is you sip a chai look at that we're coming back on brand whether it is you paint whether it is you have worked on the craft you've had no auditions for a while but you've been reading plays left and right and you've been memorizing lines and you've been doing lines with your friends and your memory is picking up like there's no tomorrow. Celebrate that. Oh, that is, you know what? I still struggle with that, by the way, sometimes. But that is a skill set. That is a skill set to celebrate. Celebrate that. Anyway, we're coming to the end of this episode. And I would love to know, I'm gonna ask you the same question that I did at the start, which is how do you celebrate joyfulness and gratitude? And what does that look like? What does that feel like as a creative, as you as that creative? And also think about this question and let me know. Drop me a little hint drop me a little hint in the DMs or drop me an email of what sort of content you would like to see and what sort of things you would like to see from Chai with Rai. I really want to grow this community and include this community, whether that is doing a live episode in person, whether that is seeing merch, whether it translates into a book, what sort of guests you want, what sort of coverage on topics you would want. Yeah. Do you want to see a playlist come out? of, like, things I listen to in a month. So you get some recommendations. What sort of things you would like to to do? Because, joyful, joyful Lord, we adore thee. Oh, Sister Act is a fun show. and a good film. There's a Sister Act 3, isn't it? Well, I can't wait to see it. If you haven't seen any of the Sister Acts, I would say go watch it. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant project. Anywho, I'm going to take a sip of my chai. and I'm gonna roll out the outro. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss out, and don't forget to rate and comment on whichever platform you're listening this episode on. You can also become a patron and a supporter of the show by subscribing for as small as five pounds, or as I love saying, $5.50 on Patreon. But as of now, I will leave you as I always do, breathe in and breathe out. Namaskar, which means now I'm a skull that is copyrighted and I will sue. <laughs> Until next time, stay curious.